Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. The world is always on. But you shouldn't be. Put junk sleep to bed. During Mattress Firm's Labor Day sale, get a king for the price of a queen or a queen for a twin. And save up to $700 on Sealy. Talk to a sleep expert and unjunk your sleep today. Mattress Firm. Everybody, welcome into Gamecock Central Radio. Big night for Gamecock men's basketball. South Carolina taking on the Kentucky Wildcats in a national TV ball game on ESPN. We got a nine o'clock tip off at the Colonial Life Arena. Emerson Phillips with Colin Taylor to talk about it here on Gamecock Central Radio. Colin, a big win for the Gamecock Saturday at Georgia. Carolina did not shoot the ball well. In fact, uh, that's an understatement. Colin, the Gamecock shot 27%, and that was the lowest field goal percentage by a winning team in almost three years in Division One basketball. But the Gamecocks were real strong on the offensive glass and they shot the ball well at the foul line that's how they won the ball game Saturday Colin yeah and if you you know look back at Frank Martin's teams that have won they've done those things that shot a lot better but they get to the free throw line and they play defense and things kind of happen from that so um obviously this team's still kind of trying to figure out what it is but you know getting offensive boards and um Getting the free find something good for the team and something promising if they can just f- kind of find their stroke offensively. So the Gamecocks are now 11 and 6 overall, 2 and 3 in the SEC, heading into tonight's 9 o'clock tip off against the Kentucky Wildcats. Colin, this is the toughest ticket to get in Columbia every year when the Kentucky Wildcats come to town. Late start tonight, but it is a big ball game because Kentucky's 14 and 3. They're 4 and 1 in the league. They're tied for second place in the SEC standings with uh, Florida right now and just a half a game behind Auburn. So, Big game for the Gamecocks tonight, a chance for South Carolina to get back to 500 in league play. And with a really tough stretch of games coming up here in the next week and a half, Colin, uh, you really feel like the Gamecocks have got to take advantage of some home games. They've got Kentucky tonight, and they've got number 21-ranked Tennessee coming in to the CLA this Saturday. Yeah, and, you know, looking back at the beginning of the season, you thought this was a easily a one-in-one week with Tennessee, not knowing what you're going to get out of them. But they've really impressed a lot of people so far, uh, including myself, uh, the ranks. So I think if South Carolina can get out this week one and one, that'll give this young freshman team a little bit more confidence, kind of knowing, all right, we're, we're putting in the work and it's showing itself on the court. So um, it's a big, I guess, prove your medal kind of measuring stick game, uh, playing two of the, the best teams in the SEC this year. This week, Kentucky has three losses on the year. They lost to Kansas, they lost to UCLA, and they lost at Tennessee just three games ago. So, Kentucky in the middle of a stretch, Colin, where they're playing four out of five league games on the road. And John Calipari, heading into the South Carolina game tonight, has talked about what a young team he's got. He's playing a lot of freshmen again this year, and he's asking them to go win some tough games on the road in this critical part of their schedule. Yeah, and if you look, uh, Kentucky's only playing freshmen and sophomores this year. Usually with Kentucky, they have a lot of those NBA-ready guys, those freshmen and sophomores, but there's always one or two guys that opt to stay for three or four years 
And this year they just don't have that. They don't have a guy that can produce that's been there for uh, in, in Coach Cal's system for a while. So that's kind of been where they've struggled is when they have those freshman moments. But um, it's Kentucky, and they're always going to have talent. And that's something that uh, South Carolina's really going to combat tonight. Kentucky coming off a 74-67 win over Vanderbilt. That was in Nashville on Saturday. The ball game was tied at 59, and Kentucky pulled away late and won this game by seven. They got 21 points from Gilgis Alexander and 17 from freshman Kevin Knox and improved to 4-1 and one in the league and 14-3 and three overall. Colin, we talked about Kentucky a little bit last week, and it feels like Kentucky's having a little bit down year. You know, they're not in the top five of the nation right now, but they're still ranked 18th, and they're 14-3 and three overall. Just a dangerous ball club, as always. Yeah, and, I mean, when, when you talk about class, and the, the, the class of the SEC, it's Kentucky. Has been Kentucky, is Kentucky, and will be Kentucky for the foreseeable future just because Coach Cal is able to pull in those five-star recruits. And they got guys that um, – I mean, a lot of them are NBA ready when uh, when they they come in, and you know it's a, a down year in terms of talent, in terms of experience. But they still got guys they can shoot. They still got guys that are, you know, freak athletes, which we've come to see from Kentucky. Um, and it's 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 going to be a big test. It always is when they play South Carolina, even at home, because uh, Big Blue Nation always travels for these games. Emerson Phillips with Colin Taylor here on Gamecock Central Radio, getting you ready for South Carolina and Kentucky. Nine o'clock tip tonight. The game will be nationally televised. Super Tuesday ball game on ESPN. Joe Tessitore, Sean Farnham, and Laura Rutledge on the call tonight. Colin, let's talk about the Gamecocks a little bit. Eleven and six overall, two and three in the SEC, and two critical home games this week against Kentucky and Tennessee, a pair of nationally ranked teams. Then the Gamecocks will go to Florida. Florida was ranked in the top 10 in the country early in the year, but they've dropped out of the top 25. And then next Saturday, the Gamecocks get eighth-ranked Texas Tech in this SEC Big 12 challenge. So a really tough stretch of games here. Three really good opponents at home in the next couple of weeks. And, Colin, the Gamecocks have made a reputation for themselves over the last couple of years, and it's continued into this year as a physical basketball team. And the Gamecocks, I think the national reputation is that uh, Carolina likes to muck it up. They want to create turnovers. They want to force you into shots you don't want to take, and that's the Gamecock recipe for victory. So uh, what are the chances that the Gamecocks are going to be able to impose that will on Kentucky tonight? That's the key. I mean, you know, they do like to muck it up. I was actually going to say that before you did. Um, and they like to make things, I wouldn't say as ugly as possible, but they don't like their teams getting in any kind of rhythm whatsoever, their opposing team. So if they, you know, can get Kentucky kind of out of their, out of their rhythm offensively, and if they can, Kentucky's a really good offensive rebounding team. So if they can crash the boards and make sure that Kentucky doesn't get those second chance points, I think there's a chance. And obviously, you have to shoot better than uh, sub 30%. Um, which, I mean, if you, if you go in there and shoot 28, 29% against Kentucky, you're making it really, really hard on yourself to win. Um, just because Kentucky is so good, they're going to put up their points. Um, so you got to make sure that, you know, you uh, kind of, I, I wouldn't say go tip for tap, but you know, make sure that you put up some points along with them, uh, kind of keep the pressure up, which is how you beat Kentucky um, in, years, in years past. Amazing what the Gamecocks are doing this year. They shot 27% from the floor and beat Georgia by seven on Saturday. Again, that was the lowest field goal percentage by a winning team in almost three years in Division One basketball. And, Colin, talking about the Gamecocks' offensive problems this year, you know, it was the lowest field goal percentage by the Gamecocks and Frank Martin six years at the helm of the program. And right now, Colin, the Gamecocks are ranked 332nd 
out of 351 Division I basketball teams in field goal percentage. So the Gamecocks, you know, despite the fact that Frank Martin said before the season started this is the best shooting team he's ever had, uh, they have not proven that. They have not demonstrated that to this point in the season. But, again, the Gamecocks have been able to win some games because they play really good defense. They defend the three pretty well. There have been lapses in that good defense at times this year. But by and large, you know, South Carolina still hangs its hat on its defense. And the Gamecocks right now number 17 in the nation in defensive efficiency. So this is Frank Martin basketball, and this is what Chris Silva has called South Carolina basketball. Yeah, and, you know, a lot of what that comes from is Frank Martin said the team likes to take a lot of bad shots uh, at times that they kind of rush things in their offensive sets. So they can kind of, you know, wait, set a couple screens, uh, get open looks at the rim. Uh, it's easier set than done, obviously, but if they can do that, then I think shots could start falling for them, and they got to get, uh, you know, Mike Kotsar and, uh, Felipe Hase and, and some of those guys going offensively. Uh, those two had some pretty had some struggles against Georgia, but if they can get those two going with Chris Silva and then have some guys in the backcourt that can make shots, then I think this team you'll you'll steadily see that shooting and that you know field goal percentage you know creep up. Colin, we had heard a few days ago that there were a limited number of tickets available, and that's rare for South Carolina, Kentucky, in Columbia. Normally this game is sold out you know, a week or two or more in advance, and I have to assume that it's because Kentucky's not in the top ten like they normally are that uh, there are still a limited number of tickets available. But it's only nosebleeds tonight, Colin. We figure it's going to sell out, and the place is going to be packed to the gills tonight. Mm, yeah, you're gonna, and it's the good thing about this one is uh, today was syllabus day on campus. Uh, so students don't have that much homework. They're getting back on campus. They're getting settled. So um, this is a nice little you know, welcome back gift to the students, a, a ranked team coming to Colonial Ice. So you're coming. Uh, extra extra cup of coffee around midday to get you through it. I know I'm going to drink one um, <laughs> because 9 p.m. is a little past my bedtime. But um, just, you know, it, it's going to be an electric atmosphere. It always is with Kentucky. And um, it should be a fun one tonight, I think. Colin, for those of us who have not been in college in 25 or more years, tell us, what is syllabus day? Syllabus day, uh, first day of class, so all the professors hand out their syllabi, and it's kind of the introductory, so there's no real classwork, there's no a lot of anything. So my guess is Colonial Life and Five Points will be a little bit uh, more electric tonight than uh, in weeks past with the semester not going on. All right, that's good news. That's great to hear. Gamecock basketball could, need, could use some help tonight against this Kentucky Wildcats yep. team. Uh, Colin, final thought here. John Calipari has been ejected twice when the Wildcats have come to Columbia to play. Two times he's been kicked out of the game at the Colonial Life Arena. So, interesting matchup, South Carolina-Kentucky. You know, Kentucky is the winningest program in the history of college basketball, but the Gamecocks have had some recent success here that, um, you know, I wouldn't say threatens Kentucky's dominance in the SEC, but it definitely shows that they're, you know, a force to be reckoned with in the conference. And when you're South Carolina, you're trying to get to the top of the SEC, Kentucky's the team that you strive for. So what do you think about Calipari? Why does he have a history of being ejected in Columbia? You know, I think he he's as emotional as a lot of his players and a lot of fans are. So I think that, you know, in these kind of atmospheres where, I mean, Colonial likes to 18,000, and it's usually kind of hopping when Kentucky comes in. I think he gets wrapped up in the moment sometimes, and um, as a coach, that's really not great because you can kind of get too amped up with the officials and get too far onto the court, which, you know, you get teed up, and then you're kind of on thin ice after that, and then, you know, couldn't be long before that second ejection, so, uh, or ejection, second technical. So um, that's something to look forward to, or look, look at tonight and kind of pay attention to. Colin, feels like a crossroads game tonight. You know, if Carolina can find a way to beat Kentucky and get this win over a nationally ranked opponent, uh, 
they've got a lot of momentum going into the Tennessee game, which will also be at home on Saturday. But, you know, the other side of that coin is if they lose, the schedule's extremely difficult in the next couple of weeks. And, you know, this, this season could fall off a cliff, so to speak. So it feels like a really important game tonight. Yeah, and I think that, if, you know, if they play well uh, and keep it close, even if they don't win, I'm not a, I'm not a fan of moral victories. But it kind of gives the players something to say, like, you know, we're working hard. We're kind of seeing the fruits of our labor. We beat Georgia on the road, um, and we hung tough with the top 25 team. Uh, so it, it could give this, you know, fresh and laden team, this newcomer-laden team, kind of a little bit of, you know, I wouldn't say hope, but confidence moving forward in a, in a tough stretch of, you know, games for, the, for South Carolina. Colin Taylor, we appreciate the report today, and we're looking forward to reading your work on Gamecock Central this week. We'll have uh, plenty of coverage of the South Carolina-Kentucky game and then a look ahead to Tennessee coming up on Saturday. So a big week here on Gamecock Central. Colin, thanks very much. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. That's Colin Taylor, our staff writer, and I'm Emerson Phillips, and this is Gamecock Central Radio. Thanks for joining us. shouldn't be. Put junk sleep to bed. During Mattress Firm's Labor Day sale, get a king for the price of a queen or a queen for a twin and save up to $700 on Sealy. Talk to a sleep expert and unjunk your sleep today. Mattress Firm. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did to create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.